Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Groove podcast. I am DJ Keo. And I am Basil Barrington. And today we are going to talk about Dune, which was released mm-hmm. on HBO Max. And, um, okay, you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> this was another long film. Um, uh, yeah, it's like two and a half hours, almost three it's, hours. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty it's long, long, dude, but... Um, this uh, I, I don't really know what to say about this. I mean, this isn't going to be a review. I think it's just going to be um, just fleshing out ideas about. Yeah, the, just the- like what's going on, because, again, this was this was a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, This is the visually. first time. Yeah, visually, it was yeah, a great film. It is stunning. You know? Like, holy crap. And this is the first time I've seen Dune, period. You know, I didn't even mm-hmm. see it when it was made. You've never before. seen anything else before. Okay. Never seen anything. I never seen any Dune, anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was shot well. I mean, just visually, it was just like off the chain. It's just like yeah, there's a lot of practical stuff in the in the filming of it. So they they built huge sets, yeah, so that it gives you the feeling of this is immense. Like, and they think the airplanes, everything. They there's all it's a lot of practical stuff. I think yeah, they blended the uh, special effects together really good. Yeah, this is um I wonder what this film cost because this looked like it was pretty expensive. I think it was like 160 million. Really? Yeah. I think it was okay. like 160 wow. million. This was shot um it okay, it was shot in uh the US and Canada. Huh, okay, cool. You know? No, no, that's I, I think it they know they did it in um isn't it Abu Dhabi or something like that? Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. They shot that in Jordan. Yeah, there's a bunch of places. Obviously, because places. of the sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the origin, the country of origin was uh, the U.S. and Canada. This budget was $165 million. Wow. Yeah. That for, they got their money's worth, put it like that, for what they, the, what they gave you. Because the visuals, they look... Like this looks like a world that's being lived in, rather than here's some sci-fi stuff. His spaceship, yeah. There's a, <laughs> a block of computers. Okay, we're in space now. Like they, it felt like an actual universe, which is incredible. This think this, this thing is gross worldwide so far, almost three hundred million dollars. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you add HBO Max, that has to take off at least hundred, hundred fifty million. Just because people can watch it online, they didn't have to go to the theater. Yeah, so they they lost money because of HBO Max, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Or I know the directors are upset about it too because they want they want you to see it in IMAX or whatever. So they're they're losing out on revenue because they get cuts from revenue for yeah how well a movie does. So, but yeah, I mean the only okay. So this was again this is the first time I, I saw Dune. Um, and Did you I, know I like, anything about the universe before? About Dune? Yeah. No, I mean like nothing. Okay. So this is <laughs> okay. again this, this is my first this first time going in. So you may have to help me out here a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just based on what I saw that HBO Max put out, you know, again like I said, visually it was stunning. Um, mm. Totally disappointed how it ended. Um, and yeah, now there's. Oh, come on. I mean, like, who? Like, that was a terrible place to end. Come on. That's like, you can think of any analogy and put it 
towards mm. the end of that movie and it would be just as silly, right? Yeah. You know, it's just like opening a beer, having one sip and throwing it out. <laughs> Why? You know? It's it's that stupid. It's that dumb, right? Um the other yeah, thing I, I thought I was this here. HBO yeah. Max, right? HBO has not had anything that was like blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You know, they need a series that's blockbuster, right? Mm-hmm. Another one, I should say, because, you know, they do, HBO knows how to do a series, you know? Yeah, they yeah. do. When I saw this, I was like, man, this should be a series. This shouldn't be a movie. And now they're talking about like, oh, you know, they're going to start, the next one is coming out when October, 2023. I can't believe that. That would just, uh, yeah, I, they got it. <laughs> but the problem I would give is up my HBO max uh, subscription. If that happened, dude, for real, that's the dumb. film is filled with superstars and they're working. There's no, there's no <laughs> bums in this movie. No bums. Everybody here is working. <laughs> so dude. like the next, the chance they get for the next shot is going to be in 2022. They have no choice about that. See, that's everybody what I'm here's about. Aquaman's working, Thanos is working, <laughs> like everybody's working. I mean, everybody's busy. I think Rebecca con- Ferguson's in Mission Impossible. Zendaya's in all the Spider-Man movies. Oh boy, is um in the Matrix. You know, I forget his name. He's um yeah, Dave Bautista's another stuff. Like they're all working. They're all busy. So like, it's there's no. There's no people here that's like, ah, oh, we got free time. Let's go, go film it tomorrow. Like, there's no free time. They are you, all busy people. Do you think that, let me ask you this here. Do you think that um, Dune was that good, it was that awesome, that HBO can just put the kibosh on this for two years before they showed us anything else and feel that, hey, because this is, whatever it is doing, you know, people are going to come back two years later. I mean, See, this is like Star is Wars, you know, where Dune is one of those big humongous books, like probably one of the best selling sci-fi books of all time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the fan base is huge, and, but it's not, it's not like Star Wars where normies are like, I know Luke Skywalker is. If you said Paul Atreides to people, they were like, who's that guy? But you know he's a huge person with the you know all of these books or whatever are based on what it, what this guy does in this movie. So I I think that it's a different type of fan base, and you're right. It probably would have been better off being a a mini series or Dude, a franchise I mean, like that. If this thing this was a, a, this world is vast, all right. Man, if this thing was a series, imagine just imagine like how many more. I agree. Subscribers that HBO would have gotten, right? Because the the books are so so big and it's such a huge universe, you need some time to space stuff out and kind of give it the let let it have room to breathe. And well, sci-fi, the sci-fi channel, they they put out a mini series for I think three of the Doom books. Two and a half of the Doom books, mm, and it was it? really good. Mm. It was actually really good. Acting mm. was good. The budget was not good. <laughs> the okay. budget was not even remotely good. The it budget was, was budget, huh? <laughs> CW UPN budget. You said CW and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking. Yeah, was, the budget was not good. They didn't have money for that show. Wow. But you know, the acting was good, and 
you know, for the time. At that time, there wasn't any, they didn't really spend money on stuff like that. So to actually see this fleshed out and give it some, they, they, they backed up the Brinks trucks. It was worth it. So imagine if it was a mini series. I think that it would have been a better situation for new people who don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They, I think they would have enjoyed it better because the sci-fi show did really well. It was breaking records. I mean, like people people watch the hell out of the sci-fi the miniseries. I was uh, I looking like at it. Shows. I gotta watch that. I gotta see where it's located. I was watching um a video about Dune and they were saying like, okay, this thing should be coming back out in like October 2022, 2023. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I'm okay with 2022, but 2023, that's just, <laughs> this isn't Star Wars, right? But he was saying that, I mean, they already had the sets there. I wonder why they didn't just film the second movie, right? I mean, people I, were already there. Warner Brothers. Warner Give Brothers. More money. Warner Brothers is run by morons. And you can quote me on that. Warner Brothers is run by morons. This is a movie you filmed back to back and he split it in half, like the Deathly Hollows, whatever. You make it two movies, but you film it all one time. Like The Matrix, you film it one time, like Lord of the Rings. They did all three movies all together, spaced it out. It was great. This is a movie that you should have done when you had everybody there because <laughs> what they had to, to film was another maybe two more months. You could have wow. knocked everything out, finished the book. Because yeah. everything's there. All the sets are there. All the people are there. Mm-hmm. Another two, three months, knock it off. Done and done. Get out of your hair. You yeah. set up for the next book. But idiots. The Warner Brothers is run by idiots. That's I don't all I can think say. That, idiots. I don't think that this is going to, um, just my prediction that this is going to go too well in terms of production because you have so many rock stars in this movie, right? Filled the superstars. I mean, Everybody's again, super- this was this this was someone said that this was the best movie they've seen. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say for me, no, it wasn't. I still think Greenland was a really great movie on HBO Max. I think that was the Did best movie I've seen. This year or last year? Came out, came out um, year. was it last year or this year? I think it was last year. I gotta double check. Here. Um but this this was awesome, man. I mean, this was like yeah, this, no, it's a it's an epic. It it felt big, like yeah. a space opera. This was and totally dope. You can tell the influence that this movie had on, or the series had on Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica and all these other shows and movies. You could see that. Twenty twenty last year, Greenland came out. Yeah, but like yeah. you, that's what I'm saying. Like you could see the impact that the Dune series of books has had on star Wars and star Trek and all this other stuff. You can see it. Same thing with foundation. Like you can see. So this Dune isn't based on foundation or is its own thing? No, it's its own thing, but they're written apart from each other. But like, I think foundation was first and then Dune and uh, yeah. Then everything else after Hyperion, all this other stuff came after, but like Dune and foundation are the one two punch for sci-fi. As far as space travel, technology, the ideas about robots, all that stuff, they're based on these two books. And not the, what about The Expanse, which is coming out in December? <laughs> well, I mean, Expanse is like a modern day book. Like this was back in the was it 60s, I think. Okay, yeah, this is, uh, but, but you know, The Expanse wasn't even based on foundation. I mean, again, the foundation is the foundation well, yeah, of yeah, all the sci-fi for stuff. For sure, you know? all of that stuff. 
Dune and, and Foundation, they're they're the blueprints for all the of this stuff. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. They're a blueprint. You can see it. Like yeah. Ar- Arrakis is basically tattooed in in uh, in Star Wars. Yeah, and D- Trantor is basically a Coruscant in Star Wars. Like you're saying, like you can see that kind of stuff is there. So there's two books that <laughs> you got ideas from in Star Wars. So like you know a planet that's like a a, a city planet everything's like layers and stuff like that. Coruscant and Star Wars same thing yeah. you can see it you can easily yeah. see it so this was uh like I said um there was some sensory mm-hmm. overload stuff going on too <laughs> I'm I'm but you know what I'm I'm really starting to understand like what these production houses are doing with like trying to I guess activate you know, sensory overload, you know, we were talking well, about this with like Tenet, you know, yeah. now they're starting to do a lot of other films like that too. I think it's kind of interesting. I like, um, for me, I, you know, as creative people, just how we think, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes, um, things become confusing in a, in a positive way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're putting all this confusion together and the next thing you know you have this like work of art i mean so i kind of understand that and i kind of like it in a lot of ways too they're trying to because they're trying to make this immersive because you for a long time movies you just sat on the couch and you looked at something yeah like you didn't feel anything out of it It it's just like so i i I get it like tenant for sure that's a movie that you know they're trying to make you feel like what the actors are going through Right, and this is the same way. You, you definitely, you're on the you're on the planet with them during a lot of this stuff that's going on. That was pretty cool. I like that. So what? Like, what? What do you think of the acting for for so for the for movie overall? Um, I, you know, again, the only thing that I did not like about the about Dune was the ending. Everything mm-hmm. else for me was just on point. It was tight. It was like off the chain i mean um some of the acting was cheesy but i think it needed to be cheesy at those certain points right i mean you didn't mm-hmm. you know you didn't need a rock star you know just to say four or five words you know um <laughs> yeah. you know and things could be cheesy because you know you wanted to just ba- break up the monotony of some of this stuff so mm-hmm. i'm okay with the acting um it's a giant face opera yeah graphically um cgi all that stuff oh my goodness you know now is doom one of the best movies you know you know just graphically and cgi wise of 2021 probably you know is it Mm. the best movie i don't think so but it was a really (laughs) great movie and um i just think that man they would have just killed it man knocked it out the park if it were a series. And here's the other thing with the ending. I see why they couldn't put this in the theater because that ending seemed like it was just completely abrupt. People were like, Oh dude, I got to go. You know, um, my mom's <laughs> calling me. I got to go dude. And they were like, okay, let's spice this out. To end the movie. Yeah. I, I just like, think that, yeah. I think mm-hmm. People's interpretation about what Dune is, if you don't know anything about it, it is not, uh, battle space battle like Star Wars. It's not yeah. that's not what Dune is. No. Dune is a political drama between yep. some houses. Yep. And 
That's what this is. This is dude is more Game of Thrones than I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I was like, if you look at all of the types of Game of Thrones ish Mm -hmm. films you see on like um, Netflix, The Witcher, you know, um, the Romans and all this other stuff, right? That's what it's mm-hmm. all about. It's, it's not like space battles and all that stuff, it's, you know. It's more like a political drama between some houses. Like that's yeah. that's the bulk of what the book is about. And mm-hmm. and what humanity is going to be like 15,000 years in the future or whatever. So it it's not 100% battles and shootouts and space yeah. chases and all this other stuff. Like it's more about the drama intrigue of the families and how this is going to affect the future. But like Dune's the idea of what Dune is and the idea of Foundation is, they're kind of similar, but that's more in the future with uh, Peter Paul Atreides' son. That's that's more of that than mm-hmm. the current movie. And I guess the it's complicated as hell and it's niche as hell. I don't think I've I've always wondered like how do you turn the series into a superstar movie that makes people like jump up to want to see it like star wars i i couldn't wrap my head around it and i still to this day i don't think it's possible i think that this is more of a thing that you sit down and relax like you would a mini series or whatever you know versus it airs i mean go the- watch some space wars like this I mean- not this is not this at all Imagine though if it were a series and they would just release it like every episode on a Sunday. Man, that would just man, I think that they well, they they went a totally different they went in the wrong direction here with releasing well, culturally, it. Culturally, people are just used to explosions and car chases and guns and whatever. Yeah. And you know, talking about, you know, religious sex and like it's it's not the same thing. It's it's a different vibe. Yeah. And if you go into it expecting this one thing, I don't think you're going to like it. But like, if you go into it as, well, this is an interesting thing in this in this expansive universe. It's more interesting to you if you look at it like that. Like you're, you got to definitely have to have an open mind about it. But like, it's not for everybody. A hundred percent. I liked it. I loved it personally. I think it was an amazing movie. But no, a lot of people will not like it. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, um. I um I thought this was a great movie. Let me ask you this before we go. Mm-hmm. Do you um do you think that this should have been a series and not a movie? Oh, 100%. All I think day. that it's yeah. it's better because you you get you get scenes can breathe and you know it doesn't have to be fast pacing and stuff right, like that. Exactly, you know. You, you, you sit you down and think about it. stuff, right? Yeah, you can think about what you're watching, whatever, because mm-hmm. that's that's what it's about. Yeah. It's about the politics in space and like reshaping humanity. And you, yeah, if you're expecting two hours of car chases and explosions, this is not going to be good for it's you. It's not it. I mean, I knew that right off the bat. I was like, oh, this is about you know just a product, mm-hmm. and then now you have all these people who want the product, all these different you know worlds mm-hmm. or you know just groups. I'm like, okay, you know, so. It's pretty interesting. I thought it was, um, you know, again, this is my first time watching it. I thought it was a great movie. Um, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It was super long, but it was um, <laughs> so intriguing that I'm, o- again, if you're going to make a long movie, like give me a mm-hmm. reason to sit down for two and a half hours, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I sat down for two and a half hours and watched this because, again, it wasn't about explosions, even though I was like looking at it and I was like, 
There's a little bit of explosives there, though. Right, but <laughs> that I mean, battle in the middle of movies, like holy crap! <laughs> but not anything, you know, like over the top. You know, it wasn't like an Expanse or you know Battlestar or something like that. You know, it was just like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. this is a lot more than that. You know, you really have to put your mind into it, like, and sit down and watch and listen to what this thing is, and just let the mm-hmm. movie sort of like, you know, move you a little bit. So, um. But no, it was pretty cool, man. You know, um, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll rate it. I mean, would you, what would you rate it? Okay, first of all, you gotta you gotta look at it as Paul is the bad guy in all of this. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Atreides, he's the bad guy. He's gonna ruin a bunch of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Billions of people are gonna die because of what he's doing right now. He thinks <laughs> he's the good guy. He's the bad guy, wow. and they wrote it as such. Frank mm-hmm. Herbert is like, dude, Paul is the bad guy. You're look at this guy. touch. Huh? But uh, um, I liked it a lot. I'd give it at least a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. For sure. Yeah. I think that's the first for DJ Keo, a 9.5. <laughs> Damn. I, yeah, I like this movie a lot. It's well, a, wait, it's a what good did you movie. give Greenland? Greenland. Greenland. Did you give, did you give that a 9 like or nine? a 9.5? I think it was a 9. I can't a remember. Nine, okay. I think it was like a 9. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give um Dune a 9 because, again, like I said, you – it was, dude, it was just put together well. I mean, you just can't front Actually, on that, you know? Stunning, man. It was just like, I mean, again, uh, um, you know, we just spoke about, um, you know, just some of the stuff in Foundation, Army of Thieves, all, like all of these movies, man, people are just like starting to get it. And it's just like, we have to put a really great product together. And mm-hmm. again, my first time watching this, great movie. It was a great product. Just a uh, a little disappointed how it ended, and also a little confused that you know why didn't they make this a series and now they're gonna make it a movie and we may see the next one in like two and a half back years or something like that. They yeah, he sh- should have filmed it back to back. It would yeah, be fine. If they did totally that. ridiculous, y'all do for real. Oh well, idiots at Warner Brothers. <laughs> idiots. <laughs> Okay, well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to leave a comment. And until next time, peace. All right.